going on, everybody? It's the MLW's Ikiro Kwan representing the Contra Unit, and we're here with Wrestling POV's Global Entertainment Podcast. Hey, folks, welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV Global. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan, and with me, my co-hostess with the mostess, who sometimes makes toastess. I don't know what that really means. But anyways, my co-host is always the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio. Yes, sir. Another week of wrestling. I and the know. Grind. But you know what? There was a, there was a few fun things to uh, to check out this week, and, and there's a lot of things we got to talk about this week. So I'm, I'm ready to get into this. Are you? I'm all ready. Yep. Well, you know what? Let's start off with our poll. Okay. Every every week, fans, we uh, contribute a poll onto Facebook. We come up with a question that uh, something sort of relevant, we hope, for the week. But this week was actually very relevant uh, because there a lot of controversy happened recently with Tessa Blanchard. Yep. In the last week's episode, we went through the whole spiel. I went through all the the uh, the twits or tweet are they tweets? What do those kids call them? Tweets. 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 Yeah. Yep. We went we went through the tweets. And uh, we tried to follow the uh, electronic paper ra- uh, trail and see where things went. But in the end, it really became down to a he said, she said sort of deal where somebody's lying and somebody isn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to throw it out to, to you, the fans, what you thought. Now, Elio, uh, how did you feel? Did you believe these accusations against uh, Tessa Blanchard are true? Well, you know what? It's hard not to believe considering who it's coming from and... I read this week that apparently she was trying to dig up dirt on Allison K. That doesn't exactly help her case. Anyway. It doesn't help so, her case at all, no. At all, no. <laughs> That's and a like, dick move, Tessa, dick move. And plus, plus you know how some words just have an ugly sound to it? Yes. That's one of them that I really don't like using or hearing because it's just, it's just an ugly word. You're right, you're right. You know what, the whole thing here, folks, is... uh. You know, we talked about this last week, and uh, you're right, Tessa Blanchard has done so many things that it really is easy to believe that, you know, this isn't far, maybe that far from her past behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about uh, she's been known to be kind of a dick backstage <laughs> yep. in the past, like quite a bit, like someone who people don't want to deal with. And, uh, you know, we, had, we, you know, what's a big conjecture here is, I mean, she is obviously a very talented woman. She has a very big name. She has a unique look. And yet the WWE has no interest in her. And that's got to make you wonder why. (laughs) You know, um, it's not like there's a gazillion great women out there because we've seen a lot of crappy women wrestlers too out there. So, you know, so maybe this is it. Now, we threw it out to you fans. Before I say it, I myself am leaning towards that Tessa Blanchard does in fact bully people i don't want to think she was using racist uh things and going that far but i'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest and say it doesn't it wouldn't 100 surprise me if this did happen well she kind of does look like a bully she look well, at her. well you know what we can't always judge a book you know we can't right. judge things by the way they yeah. look or you know every bad that's, that's true yeah yeah um i want to give her a little bit more of a benefit of the doubt in that sense but Man, it's hard for past behaviors. Past behaviors are something that can really, really sink you. So, you know what? Let's we threw it out to the fans, and uh, 
it was close. I wouldn't say super close. It was kind of close. But 60% of you said yes. They believe that these are true allegations. Well, 40% said no. So that's almost a split audience, but uh, still not looking good on Tessa Blanchard's behalf. Obviously, her reputation really hasn't uh, really hasn't garnered so much goodwill to others. Um, that's kind of sad, you know? And especially in this day and age, we, we've talked about this. I mean, um, it's kind of it's, it's sad and ugly when these kind of things get dragged in. I mean, the whole point of professional wrestling really is kind of, I mean, I mean, the, the reason me and Elio do this is because it's fun. You know, yeah. you want to be part of fun stuff. And when ugly yep. things like this, I mean, there's a difference between putting up cool storylines and, uh, I don't know, like that kind of uh, hard-hitting, you know, realistic stuff. Sometimes that's appreciated, but ugly is never appreciated. You know, ugly, racism, bullying, these things are... Just the ugly parts of, I mean, when you think about it, wrestling is an escape, right? Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest reasons me and Elio like it is because it's an escape from the real world. Mm -hmm. So when you start bringing the really ugly things of the real world into the the great fantasy that is wrestling, not cool. Not cool. So um, this whole situation, it it's sad. It kind of, it sickens me a bit. You know, it's right up there with Hulk Hogan using the same racist slurs. And, you know, that one was for sure. It was on tape and, and it was captured. But, you know, you don't want to have to really deal with these things, you know. So, yeah, sad topic. Let's move on. You know what? Let's, uh, let's talk about next week's poll, which will be tied in with this week's hot topic. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're no, gonna this... look at the comments here. Oh, wait, you're right. Let's look at the comments. Yeah, Sorry, comments. I, was, yeah. I, got, I got so wrapped up in my own. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to do the first one. Josh Sanders All right. uh, says, no, I don't think so. Where is the proof? Anybody can say someone said something, but where is the actual physical proof? I agree, Josh. That is true. So we can't always just witch hunt people because, you know, they said we think they said something bad. Um, Rob Campbell replied with Josh Sanders, four separate women coming forward. Sorry, but when there's smoke, there's fire. Hogan says the N-word and he's blackballed. Jim Cornette says a effing chicken joke. He's blackballed. Tessa says the N-word. Everyone's defending her. If she's anything like her father, this is all true. Hmm. Ooh, that's a bit biting, eh? Wow. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Oh, I was to say Rick Strano, uh, Replied with the chef of <laughs> Tony Soprano. <laughs> All right. Well, to which uh, Rob Campbell replied, Rick Serrano III, from stories I've heard, and even Cornette said, she's a female Tully. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, here's something you know what? I, uh, just as a quick side here, is Tully known to have been a racist? Or like not, is this, is not, it, not, the, not that I've heard. Yeah, either have I, but it seems that Rob Campbell is kind of associating that uh, mm -hmm. Tully is something really horrible. I, I is he talking character? I, I I I just wish I knew the context a little bit more on this one. Right. Yeah. Josh Sanders replied with four women sound jealous of a woman who just became the first ever heavyweight champion. The timing of all this seems odd to me. I mean, just because my heart. My family has racist rednecks in my family. Isn't fair for someone to assume the same about me. Okay, that is true. Very much. I'm going to have to agree with that. 
but boy, this is like an ugly, an ugly situation. You you want to read some of the other comments? Well, yeah. Then uh, Mike Roberts says he just ends with a yes. Okay, Kevy Ace. Okay. Said one hundred percent. A laughing emoji. Well, damn. Okay. okay. Now, when this comment came through, mm-hmm. he was referring. He must have been referring to like well, hundred percent because only three people voted yes. <laughs> this poll was put up a minute before he even commented. So what do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, I see what you're getting at. In all fairness, I'm going to give Kevy, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and maybe he meant like 100%, like he was agreeing with like 100% I agree with that. Well, damn. You know what? I'm going to be nice and say maybe that's what he said. Okay, Uh, that's, that's possible. It's possible. I know sometimes uh, I don't want to throw any fans under the bus, okay? So okay. let's just say I'm going right. to say he said 100%, man. He believes that. Okay, you know what? We, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take back my statement there. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll just give him the benefit. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I know that's a, a new thing for me and you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob Campbell says, funny how Hogan says the N-word in the privacy of his own home. Recorded without his knowledge, and he's erased for two years. Cornet says a chicken joke on TV. He's blackballed. Tessa says the N word. Everyone's defending her. Hypocrite. Well, you know what? Uh, definitely, Rob Campbell definitely has a bug up his butt about Tessa Blanchard. And uh, and you know what? He may be right. We don't know. We still don't know. There is no smoking gun here. There is no recorded message. Um, so wow. And 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 here's another thing. You got to. Uh, Let's throw another controversy in there. What if it had been not Tessa Blanchard? What if it had been a, another male talent who had said this? Oh. Would this have made a difference? Would somebody be defending this person? I don't know, fans. You tell me. I mean, this seems to be an – is this a straight across just racism thing? Is this this part sexism thing? I, I'm very curious. We, we have someone who argues the opposite. Okay. Jake uh, Moody just said simple nope. Jay Fortier said, don't care. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay, okay. I want to challenge that because, okay, you don't care, but you care enough to waste your time to post an answer. <laughs> exactly. That makes no sense. That makes no you, sense. Obviously, you must care if you took the time to comment. Yeah. Or he just wanted us to read his name, which is, I guess. And, and one final one, Adam Blackburn says, I don't think any of us can say because we don't know her personally or professionally. It seems like the, the accusations may be true, however. Yep. Yep. This is a tough one. Um, like I said, well, we can't decide. We don't know. Yeah. We don't have a thing. But we're just kind of, you know, what was your gut feeling? I mean, as right or as wrong as it been, obviously me and, and Elio's gut feeling was... She did this. That was just our gut. But that right. doesn't prove anything. And we were right. just curious what, what the landscape was out there. Yeah. And it seems like 60% of you thought the same thing, but 40% of you thought no. So, interesting. You know what makes me feel good about this poll? What's this? That because it was kind of split, it makes me feel a little bit better for society. We're not all witch hunting, and we're all right. not wearing blinders on our eyes. Yep. We're actually some of us are questioning each side, and 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 so good on you, wrestling fans. Good on mm-hmm. you. Yep. All right. Except you, the guy who didn't care. <laughs> I'm not even going to say your name again. Okay? But you care enough to no, comment. Don't say his name. Don't say his name. Okay, then you know. 
If it, no, 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 I can see there. I'm just saying, if I care enough to comment. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy in school who just like you know made a noise so the teacher would say his name. It's like, oh, he said my name. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> Orange Cassidy, is that you? Oh, Orange Cassidy, you <laughs> love that guy. He, I hear he's a hundred percent pulp free. <laughs> Anyhow, um, <laughs> Jr., you suck. Anyhow, okay. Um, now, uh, you know what? We we didn't have a. There's not a heck of a lot going on in newsworthy stuff right now, no. but. We have a hot topic that we wanted to discuss this week. And it features uh, Elio's all-time favorite wrestling organization ever to have put on a show. We're talking about AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Well, and, it's my favorite, but <laughs> you're not totally mistaken. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? Uh, we've noticed something. I've noticed something very strange going on in AEW, and I wanted to talk about this this week. And that is the booking situation. Okay. Okay. No, I've noticed that there is only two speeds going right now in AEW. Oh. It's like give everything away at 100 miles an hour. You know, every week we give everything away. And that's been one of the most prevalent things. But then we get the really, okay, the slow burn. Okay. Now let's go back to the days of, oh, you know, like the old, old days. Like when guys like, uh, when um, here's a good example. When Tommy Dreamer uh, got blinded, or no, sorry, he blinded, the Sandman got blinded. Remember that whole storyline where Sandman got blinded and he walked around for like two months with like his eyes wrapped up and no one ever saw him and all this stuff. And then they had the payoff later. Okay. And then, you know, you go back in all these old days and storylines took a while. You know, the first WrestleMania, I mean, the buildup for that was months and months before these guys even got in the ring. Okay. Now, it seemed like AEW has every week been giving away, you know, something happens, boom, resolve the next week, boom, the next, week, boom, the next, yeah. week, boom, the next. Like, what's going on? So it's they're doing like, this. Yeah. Go no, ahead. It's like if you do everything all at, if you do everything all at once now, what are you going to have later on down the road? Right. Right. Exactly. I'm okay, and that is a very good point. However, because I always like to argue. <laughs> Let's counterpoint this for a sec. And then I'm not saying I'm a big fan of every week let's have a, a burn through the stories, right? But you are a startup company mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of wrestlers who aren't the superstars. Like, you know, they've got some guys, but let's face it. They're either the guys that WWE didn't sign, wouldn't sign, couldn't sign. But WWE is definitely the benchmark for all wrestling right, right now. If you're going head to head with these guys and you're a new show startup guy and you're trying to get your stars who, let's face it, before this company came, most of them were not stars of any kind, except for Jericho and Moxley. Uh, most of the other guys were, at best, B-level, C-level wrestlers in the WWE. If you're competing on a weekly uh, thing for the same viewers, and let's face it, we've seen, you know, we talked about AEW and uh, NXT competing with each other. Mm-hmm for fans and every week we tell our votes and da 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 yeah. but when i looked into the actual numbers here it isn't these companies are fighting for the same fans there is no new fans right there isn't an explosion it's basically they're fighting for the same fans so when you're in that situation i guess there is that panicky feeling that you gotta give everything every episode has to give away stuff you know mm-hmm. back in the day when wcw was fighting um wwe or mm-hmm. WWF at the time when they were fighting weekly 
I mean, you remember how much crap would happen on Nitro? Like every single yeah. week. Every week like, or something. Yeah. It and would they would always leave you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. But but there would always be a whole bunch of crazy crap happening that like like every week had to top the, the week before and the week before. And, and I got that because they had to make you turn away from the existing big product. They were the new kids on the block coming up and they had to to get attention from the big boys, right? Right. Now, is that the case what AEW has right now? Are they having to do that? Is that why they're burning through so many things? Oh, but let's also face the fact they don't have the biggest roster in the world. Right. I don't know if you I don't know if you noticed, but it's definitely the same guys almost every week every fighting week, each other. Every week it's like we're getting the same matches. You know, it's so as if it's as if AEW is our our our, own, our version of Monday Night Raw. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing too: is I mean, like, um, people. I've heard people say, "Oh, um, it needs a three-hour show," and I'm like, "With the amount of people you have wrestling for you, I don't think a three-hour show is viable. I don't think you have enough people to consistently weekly put on three hours of wrestling, unless we're going to see the same guys constantly one step over and fight. You know what I mean? Like, it's I just I just find three hours of any show to be just too much. Yeah, but I mean, at least though, WWE is so big that they could, I mean, if they sat down, they could put together an awesome three-hour show and still not show us the same guys every right. week. You know, AEW, unfortunately, is not in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I get the fact that they're trying to throw everything against the wall. Let's see what sticks. I mean, that was like the Attitude Era, wasn't it? Like, throw everything out there. Yes. Yeah. We'll catch on with the fans and we'll run with it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's to say that's good that's a good idea, right? Right. But here's a, they're not exactly doing that, are they? I mean, look at Chris Stratlander. They threw that against the wall. The fans loved it and they still pissed it away and, 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 and screwed that up and didn't run with it and, and just let it, you know, they squashed it out. I mean, let's face it. Um, I still like Chris Stratlander, but yeah. today she is definitely not in the eyes of what of even just two or three weeks ago. Or what we mm-hmm. saw before that horrible for you know before her horrible oh match involving that, the dog. match was terrible. The whole Brandy Rhodes, oh. uh, yeah, like all that junk just managed to take all the steam out of something that they threw against the wall. So, Elliot, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the big build up? Do you prefer? Boom! I want every week something in my face. Slow burn, like uh, like me, like coming back to wanting more. Like you, it, can, you, if you if you if you have one if you have a show airing one week, leave uh, something happening at the end mm-hmm. that makes me want to come back for more next week. Okay, but is it possible in this day and age to do the slow burn? I mean. I mean, with the internet. I mean, uh, well, in the stage though, uh, with the uh, fans' attention, and and I think they, the uh, fans' stage seem to want everything like right away. Yeah, that is definitely. Uh, they the, like they don't want to wait. They're like too impatient. It's like I want it now. That's it. Okay. Now here's the contrast with AEW. Okay, so they've done a lot of this. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. But then there's a few storylines that they have dragged out for so long 
that they're almost getting to the point where you're like, oh God, pull the trigger. This is like, <laughs> this is enough. And and as an example, um, we almost got that way with Cody Rhodes and MJF. I mean, that yep. dragged for a while, but mm-hmm. nothing, nothing, or even Riho. Oh my gosh, like the they're, the woman's champion. This is dragging. Dragging. Yo, they, they, she barely, she barely shows up. I, I think I heard on uh, someone on Facebook refer to her as a female Brock Lesnar of AEW. Oh, she's definitely the female Brock Lesnar, you know. Oh, uh, although, although she is probably marginally more talented than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing: is okay. So you got Riho. That this is. I mean, do they even have plans for the women's champion? Because they're really dragging her out. Yo, I mean. What? You know what? Mm-hmm. The, the women's division needs serious help because it's terrible. It is. I mean, there are some great wrestlers in there, but man, they are just poorly. Now, okay, let me get back now to first of all the the, the overly long burn. Okay? okay, Adam Page, how long is this crap going to go on? He's constantly punching out uh, his partner Omega. Omega's, yep. Kenny Omega's taken how many buckshot lariats now? Um, hey. He's every week. He's dissing uh, all the members of the elite. Doesn't go near yeah. them, you know. Yeah. Like uh, this week's episode, he mocked uh, the Young Bucks when he won the belt, and they didn't. Oh. <laughs> and still oh, walks away. So how long? Like, I, I don't know because uh, okay, well we're gonna get into this, but we already know what happened on tonight's show. Yeah. I'm just waiting. Like uh, the a team that beats him and Omega and the. I, I think that's when they're going to actually uh, go through with the, with the full heel turn. Yeah, but when is that going to happen? I mean, do you are, is it just me, or does it feel like this Adam Page stuff has been going on yeah, way Yeah, it feels like forever. It's, it's like, he's going to turn. Next yeah. week, he's going to turn. Next week, he's going to turn. Nope. Still nope. have to wait. And, and so my question uh, and my wondering here is, is what kind of vision of booking does AEW have? It seems all over the place. Is there actually one person who is like writing out the the vision of what they want to do the ideas they want to follow through or is it just a bunch of people like i mean is adam pay or like is the young bucks writing their own stories and then you know they don't bother with whatever you know the other people are doing and like it, it it's it makes me sad because um aew has the potential to be awesome i mean it's it's good wrestling right. but i'm thinking i'm finding every week just uh, the lack of coherent story, the lack of of a of a vision, makes me feel like it's very scattered. It makes me hey, feel. Hey, like, you notice how every week it starts out boom? Okay, uh, there's a good match going on, and then um, after that first opening match, it's, uh, it slowly starts uh, going down the hill from there. Yeah, and then finishes with a really great main event. Yeah. Except this week, we're going to talk about that. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know what? I don't like it. I don't like that openings. There's no buildup. It's like they just throw me in there like boom, and I'm expected to like go. Oh, we're here. Let's. This is awesome. I, it, I know. It, it, you know what? It's like it's like a movie that you've been waiting to see. Okay. And you walked in, and you, the credits you, already you, happened. You, you wait. No, no. You walk in. Okay. You sit down. You're waiting. Slow build up to all the action, but as soon as the movie starts, you get thrown right in. Like without any build-up, without any context, without any yep. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean that's part of the whole story of wrestling. <laughs> yep. <a> story, <laughs> you know. 
Because when you walk into just like boom every time, it's basically guys in their underwear wrestling each other for who knows what reason. You don't know. They just, <laughs> you walked into a fight and it's not compelling. Yeah. You know, sometimes the match will be really good and you'll be like, oh, that was good, but it doesn't really mean a lot. And that's one of the problems I'm having with AEW, some of the storylines, is like things don't feel like they really mean anything. It's just a bunch of guys. Uh, I'm not going to say play wrestling, but it's a bunch of guys going through the motions, but I'm not feeling it. I'm right. not feeling it, yep. you know, and we can mock the WWE and say they've had poor lot, poor storylines and poor execution of things. Mm-hmm. But at least they seem to sometimes have consequences and meaning to the things going on. And I'm not getting that a lot out of AEW. They kind of tie things up when they see the story is not exactly uh, going anywhere or it's probably run its course and gone as far as it can. They tie it up. Like, uh, explain to me. Give me, a, give me an example of what you mean. The Attitude Area, they were all over the place. Right. They would just, like, throw everything. Like, so they had, like, multiple stories going on all at once. But they would, when they felt like things were getting running its course, they'd wrap it up. But is AEW doing that? Are they actually... No, that's what they're not doing. AEW is not doing that. It's like, how many weeks has it been? Uh, same story. We can meet up with... Uh, and it's like, I don't know if they... If they're, like, paying attention to the story or if they're just yeah, doing... Focusing on, like, a whole bunch of different things all at once. Yeah, you know, and I'm going to have to say that that is one of the biggest problems I'm having with AEW is, you know, when we started uh, covering it, me and you were both excited to see a lot. We we're going yeah. to see a live show, and it had all this potential, all these cool named guys. I mean, I've been a Kenny Omega fan for quite a while, and, uh, you know, to, to see him on a, a North American platform, I was very excited for this. Um, it almost sometimes feel like AEW is a chore. It's like, oh, got to watch AEW before we do our show. God, I hope like, what, like, what about, uh, like, okay, I'll give you an example. What about, like, Undertaker when he first started as Shawn Michaels? Mm-hmm. It didn't end at WrestleMania 25. It uh, rolled over to 26 because at the Hall of Fame, Shawn said he knows he can beat him. Mm-hmm. And then, then they started the slow build, and the conclusion happened at, at, at 26. So what we're saying here, though, is we're not seeing this out of AEW. So and, that, that, and that it's was, something that's, that's important. My, that's my example. So uh, yeah. that story right there. Okay. Like they wrapped everything up right there at the big event. Okay. So, you know what, fans? Obviously, me and Elio have been struggling a bit with the comprehension of what AEW at yep. times is supposed to be. Um, there are times that there's, yeah, I mean, in a vacuum, uh, there's great matches. There's no denying. <laughs> sure. Okay. There's some good matches. But you know what? There are good matches every freaking week somewhere going on. Yep. You know, like, um, it doesn't, like, having a great match is a great match. But, I mean, look, okay, I remember two years ago, uh, remember when Will Ospreay and Ricochet had this, like, giant battle, and everyone was talking about it, and blah, 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 right? And then, like, nobody really talks about that anymore. A great match yeah. comes and goes. Wow. But here we are on a weekly television show. Yeah, and it's nothing. Everything seems so transit, and that's what I don't like. And my, I guess, if I was to put it together, I am curious, and I want to know the fans out there, the you fans who uh, have been watching AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you think that the the booking, the the whole direction and storylines of AEW has been ridiculously fast paced? Or no, no, let's not even do that. Let's do this. Let, let's be. Let's cut to the chase. Okay. Do you think that AEW, as a whole, storyline wise, like as a company, I don't mean the wrestlers and stuff, and I don't want you to say, "Oh, the Lucha Brothers are the best." No, as a company itself and as a weekly show, does AEW deliver, or is it just sort of scattered all over the place stuff, which has some interesting things, but let's face it, it's it's not it's not the shit. So, fans. Well, 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 we know what we know what the AEW fans uh, say every Thursday. Oh, AEW is awesome. WWE sucks. Well, you know what, fan? If you are one of those fans and you're listening to this and you want to tell me that, <laughs> I want to know why. Why does AEW? Uh, why is it the best thing in the world? Uh, obviously, listening to me and Elio, I, I'm pretty sure we would both tell you that the show needs a lot of work. Yep. It's kind of scattered right now. It's not cohesive. It's not, it's sometimes a chore. And and what's the point of watching a show if it's a chore? You know? Yeah. Like, and, and, and it sucks for us because I mean, me and Elio, we, we, we did this show because we wanted to talk about how fun wrestling was and point fun things out. I mean, and, and AEW sometimes is not fun. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I, saw, I I've done this a few times. And I hate doing this. It's like I'm sitting there and I'm like literally like falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm sitting there like my eyes are closed, but it's like, ugh. Well, I'll give you a good example. Yeah. I'll I'll give you a good example here. I mean, uh, every week me and Elio watch this and then we watch NXT and then we decide which show is the better. And it seems like a lot of times it's been uh, NXT has been the better overall show. Yeah. And, uh, Last week, as I'm watching NXT, um, I'm thinking, okay, the names of wrestlers on here are not as big as the names in AEW. Um, there's, you know, not a bigger crowd. There's all these things. And yet, from beginning to end, it was a fun, satisfying show. I can't say that about about AEW. And, and also, from, from, uh, from NXT, like, I follow along with, like, I kind of like still looking up the live result, the results from the live events, and like sometimes they have just names I wouldn't recognize. Yeah. But they like seeing their picture or whatever. It's like okay, this match looks like it could be good. <laughs> you know. No, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. So fans, yeah. you tell us: is AEW just a hot mess, or is it a viable contender? And uh, I am very curious to see. Uh, so I so I worded it this way as a weekly show. Does do you think AEW delivers? Okay. Yes or no. Yes or no. As my as my son would say, my four year old son. Yes or no. Yes or no. <laughs> okay. So uh, <laughs> and please give us some comments. And if you don't care, I'm not even going to read your name next week. If you just write I don't care, <laughs> or you're too cool for school, um, I really don't care. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of saying your name off. You don't get the satisfaction of your name coming out of my mouth, okay? If you can't take the time to actually, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, that is me to me, but that that's got to be that way, right? Right? Okay. Now, um, usually at this portion of the talk program, we talk a bit about uh, New Japan re- wrestling. Um, 
Well, New Japan right now is doing what they do every year after uh, the Wrestle Kingdom. And then they do their uh, New Year's Dash to set up the things. Then they take this sort of break where they do this thing called Fan... Was it Phantasmania? Phantasticamania? Phantasticamania. They team up with CMLL. That's right. Now, I know you're wondering why me and Elio haven't talked about any of these matches. Because you think, whoa, New Japan and CMLL. Well, that's got to be awesome. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because when we say they team up... uh, it's like they send their C roster of New Japan guys versus the C or D roster of CMLL. Yeah, These are I just, mean, come on, we, we, we saw names. Triple Me. We saw Triple Me, and that was painful. Yeah, this is just along the same lines, and we just don't, there's no point because, I mean, none of the wrestlers who are really competing, I mean, when Rizuchi Takagi is, or Taguchi, sorry, Taguchi from uh, the coach, when he is the biggest name on the card. <laughs> that ain't a great card. I'm sorry. I mean, he's at best a B C level player. Um, so yeah, the, the next the next big one is uh, Road um, New Beginning uh, yeah. in Osaka with uh, Moxley against Suzuki. That's right, and of course there'll probably be a series of Road to New Beginnings, which are kind of like leading up to it, and we'll start yep. covering those and talking about those. But we're not talking about no fantastic media because I really don't think <laughs> I don't really think you care that Ren Narita and Stuka Junior had a had a barn burner of a fifteen minute you know nobody cares well, I mean I'm sure Ren Narita cares but I, no but they they, they it's also it's, they're probably they probably just set up live mics with no commentary oh that is so painful to watch yes or Spanish <laughs> or sorry no uh, yeah just Japanese mic or uh, yeah, no, I, I, we're not covering that. I, I've never covered it any year that I've watched this stuff. You know? Oh, okay. I, no, because I, no, uh, you, you've mentioned it. That's why I thought, like, you had covered it in the past. No, no, I've taken, I've tried to watch it the first year I saw it, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, there's, there's not even, there's not even, you know, when, you, if you shine a turd enough, it's yeah. not going to. It's not going to get shiny. It's just going to smear. It's. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is this is legends uh, equivalent of shining a turd. Okay, so no. Oh, yeah. um, what I am going to talk about before we go to our break is coming up. It is what's the big pay per view called? The Royal Rumble. I was just kidding. Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. You know what? I always wanted to call it the Royal Mumble and just. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the Royal Rumble coming up, and um, it's one of the big ones. What's considered one of the big four. Yep. Of WWE. Now, why are we talking about it on our show? Because usually we don't talk about anything unless it's uh, UK. The reason we're talking about it is because the boys over at Wrestling POV are gearing up for their pay-per-view points game. I can't believe I said it properly. Wow, you I get mixed up with a lot. Why yes, I always you? go. Rah, 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 rah. But uh, I was going to go the play <laughs> game. No, it's uh, the the no, the the play. Pay-per-view points game. What? Okay. Now, this is, it is actually, you know, yes, I'm having a hard time always saying all those P's in a row, but this is a pretty fun game uh, for all you uh, fans out there to try. I know a lot of you like to take your hand at fantasy booking and guess what's going to happen. Well, this is your chance. Uh, this is how you get in on this game, okay? You, you go to the page. You have to like it. You have to like uh, the page to be a part of this. Uh, just before, a couple days before the pay-per-view, uh, Tony Diaz will set up a uh, a table that you'll see. It'll be a chart. It'll lay out all the matches that he knows at the time. Each match will have a corresponding amount of points. Now, the way this works is imagine that you have zero points when you walk in. 
but you can bet as many points as you want. Well, as much as that, you know, as much points as you're allowed per line. Okay. Here's the deal though. Sure. You may bit 20 points on somebody and you may win and you may win that 20 points. But what happens if you pick three other people and you bet multiple points and you lose? Well, all those go towards minusing from that 20 down to you could end up with minus 50 for all you knew. And it's fun because it makes you think about the whole way. It makes you play strategically. So there's a lot of strategy thrown in here. There's fun trying to guess who the wrestlers are, which way it's going to go. And there's just you know, the cool factor that maybe you can be the Vince McMahon of the day. If you can wet that power walk, I want to see it, folks. Anyhow, uh, so definitely check this game out. Now, here's a cool thing. They've run this game for a while. And uh, every now and then they have prizes. You know, there's I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a prize package for the Royal Rumble. It's always one of the big ones of the year. But this year they're trying something really interesting. This is going to be one of the ones that contributes to an overall for the year. Now, you enter this. So that means you enter, say they have a tw- well, I don't say they have 12. Let's say they had 10 over the year. I don't know exactly how they're going. Say they had 10. And each time that you competed, no matter where you finished in the things, you were assigned points. At the end of the year, the person with the most points will win a custom-made wrestling POV championship <laughs> belt made by Wrestling POV. And uh, you'll be, be able to display this. You will be the Wrestling POV champion. Uh, one thing I did want to say, there's a pitfall to all this betting. Okay. Supposed to go a little crazy and you figure, oh, I'm just going to throw all the crap against the wall. Maybe I get lucky <laughs> and, and score and win. If you don't get lucky, the person who is in the last place gets the coveted Rick the Ceramic. Sorry, Rick the. What is it? The, the, the Rick Ceramic Award. Third Award. award. Ah. Man, I'm sorry, folks. I am just recovering from a cold, and this is probably why I sound a little bit down right now. But yes, the Rick Serrano the Turd Award. And yes, it is a little turd, and they put your little face on it, and everybody gets to see that you're the turd, meaning you got however, the worst. However, there is, a, there is a twist this time. It's a twisty turd. I've got to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> you win that award three times in a row within the calendar year. Oh no! That, that award gets renamed after you. Oh, so it could be the Elio. <laughs> <laughs> turn of the I'm award. sure you're mistaken. The Canelo? Will it be the Canelo Twist Turn Award? <laughs> I've never. I I I barely escaped only once. Once. Mm-hmm. I have to thank one of our fans for actually winning because I came. They came in right under my name. So basically, you were drunk that day, and what? Are you <laughs> yeah, I must have been. You're like, oh, I'm pretty sure Rick Martel's going to win this match. <laughs> <laughs> he'll win the Royal Rumble. He's been retired for 20 years, but he'll win. Um, so yes, fans, by all means, please check the game out. And like I said, I did mention that we have another sister show called Wrestling POV. Uh, they tackle a lot of the WWE. Well, that's all they do is exclusively the WWE. Yep. They cover Raw. They cover SmackDown. They cover NXT. Um, do they cover 205 Live? I don't know if any of us do, to be honest. No, no, no one covers 205. Wait, wait, is 205 Live still on? Ouch. Ouch. But no, anyway. I'm, no, I'm actually serious. Yes, like, yes still... it is. Yes, it is still. Uh, and I've heard... I've heard people talking about it lately that it's been a lot better than it has been in the past. But anyhow, so we have this... Um, we have this sister show. Um, they can be found. Well, first of all, there's four people on that one. Okay, yep. they needed four. We only need two. I'm not going to say anything. No disparity, <laughs> but you do the math, people. 
Wait, you're wrestling fans. You probably can't do the math. Anyhow, um, <laughs> there's four people in there. We have uh, Tony uh, Diaz. We have Rick Serrano the third. We have Mimi Goody, and yes, Miguel Cole. And if TJ's, that name TJ's favorite puppet, my arch nemesis made of felt. Arch nemesis? What do you want? A superhero? I have the Lex Luthor thing going on. Look at my head, man. I'm bald. <laughs> of course, I'm angry. Damn you, Superman. Anyhow, uh, so you can find them on this same network. You can find them on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean, where you can find all the other great podcasts, including this podcast here. Suppose you're like, I'm tired of iTunes. I want to hear Spotify. I don't know why the hell you'd do that, but you could. And if you want to write in to us either on either, for either show, you can do so at uh, Wrestling POV Podcast on Facebook. Wrestling POV one on Instagram or Wrestling POV on Twitter. Now, folks, I'm getting really lonely lately. Elio is the only person who talks to me, so please <laughs> write in, tell me something, tell me you love my haircut. <laughs> but I saw a picture. You know how funny this is. Anyhow, so folks, we're going to take a little bit of break. When we get back, we're going to talk about our weekly shows. We're going to take a look at uh, NXT UK. We're going to look at AEW, and we're going to look at MLW. We're going to talk about each a bit about them. We're going to rate our shows for the week. And, uh, well, it's the usual madness. We'll see you in a few. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! Folks, we are back. And uh, you know what? It seems I blabbed on quite a bit. We got in. Well, you know, we had a pretty good discussion, though. At least I hope so. I hope you guys thought so. But there's a lot of questions we had about AEW. Time flies when we're having fun. That was fun. Oh my god! <laughs> I need a life. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Let's uh, let's talk about our three shows this week, okay? Yeah, right. First of all, let's open up with uh, NXT UK, which I gotta admit, a lot of times lately, it's been kind of the highlight of my week. Yeah. But uh, this week's um, NXT UK was kind of it's coming off, you know, the big uh, takeover thing. So the matches we seen were actually taped there. This was actually a shorter, shorter. a shorter episode. It was shorter because they did a lot of recapping of yep. stuff that happened. One thing I want to throw props out to is if you got a chance to see that opening few minutes, they showed you matches from a whole different movie style camera, like a full film thing and, and angles you hadn't seen of the things. They made it look like a freaking cool yeah. movie. I yep. really like that. Uh, it made it seem cooler than it was, but it was pretty damn cool. So good on them. Uh what did you think of this week's show, buddy? Oh, this show was uh, pretty good for... You know, um, okay, the show after a pay-per-view, like whether it's WWE or AEW or, or anywhere, usually um, the shows um, may, might not be, might not be uh, as good as the pay-per-view themselves, but on Swooza, this one was uh, pretty good. It was I enjoyed pretty good. it. Um, highlights. What was the highlight of you for the night? Okay, I said this last week. Remember, I was saying yeah. that why didn't they why didn't they give us Cassius Ono and Dave Mastiff? 
Yes. They gave this to us, but they yes. had it in the wrong spot. They should have put this in place of any Dennis and Trent Seven. One hundred percent agree. Uh, this was a tremendously fun match. Um, Dave Mastiff, uh, he impresses me a lot. I, I enjoy <laughs> yeah. him. Um, Cassius Ono playing his part. You know, you know, I didn't even, I didn't really mind Cassius Ono too much this week, actually. Now, speaking about people, I don't, I do mind. I, I still don't get Joseph Connors. No. <laughs> No, and okay. you know, you know who oh, he reminds on. me of. Do you remember Leo Kruger, back in the yes. old NXT days, who became? Uh, what Rose. did he become? Adam Rose. Adam Rose. But back when he was Leo Kruger, yeah. man, that could be Eddie. Uh, sorry, Eddie Dennison, Joseph Connor's brother. You know. <laughs> now the problem I have with this kind of with Joseph Connor's is, and I hope we can see more out of this guy. But I mean, he's in there with the A kid. Now A kid is kind of a smaller dude, so you know. It wouldn't make sense for the A-Kid to, like, dominate, right? And, I, and the problem with A-Kid is he is kind of small. I don't ever see him becoming big time, you know? Do you know what the A and A-Kid uh, stands for? Anus. <laughs> no, I don't know. Nigel, we could have informed us that A-Kid stands for anonymous kid. Oh, I hate you, Nigel. Get, get out. Get out. I think Ariba would have made more sense, but anyways... Um, the problem here now is a kid is very talented. You know, he does a lot of stuff. So you get in this match. Joseph Connors is a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And yet he did Jack during this match. A kid did a gazillion moves. Connor did a few lame ass moves and then wins. You know, okay. Now I started watching this, um, uh, be- before I joined the, the show. So, yeah. and I was the one that uh, brought, brought it to you. Um, so when I first started watching, Joseph Connors was one of the first ones that uh, yeah. they were showing. Like from from there, like I just didn't see anything with this guy. I'm gonna have to agree. Right now, I hope we get changed. Me and you have we've been changed on some guys. <laughs> let's, let's hope this happens because they're sure throwing Joseph Connors at us a lot. See, this is a slow burn. It took a year for us to... And we still hate him, so I don't know if it's much of a burn. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm talking about the other ones that we used to hate. But now, like... Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, One of the things that makes me laugh here is the whole... um, Did you see the whole thing about Jazzy Gilbert? Yeah. How how she's supposed to face Killer Kelly next week? Well, we already know because of these... these, um, I've been taped, but Jazzy actually left the company. Uh, she's no oh. longer with NXT. Oh. And uh, she left just before this match. This match never even got taped. So the advertised match. Actually, actually, actually um, I'm not sure if you heard about speaking of Jazzy Gabbard. She, uh, yeah. Apparently she was in a car accident. Yes, that, that yeah. is what she uh, texted out. Yeah. Who knows? But I hope so. I hope. Well, no, I don't hope she was in a car accident. <laughs> I just hope she didn't just walk out because she wasn't happy. Right. Rumors have it, though, that she may be looking at AEW. Maybe she got tired of Ginny. <laughs> well, I think she just got tired of being low woman on this. The, the, like, look how many uh, top women are in NXT UK. And she should be up there. They barely use her. Yeah. And, I mean, she is, she's got a great look. She's massive. She's yeah. a good wrestler. I used to watch her as the alpha female back in the day. Mm-hmm. She's a really good wrestler. So maybe she just thought, you know what? Why should I just be on the bottom rung here yeah. when, like, let's face it, AEW can need some women. 
Oh my goodness, they need some women wrestlers. Um, all in all, there was only two matches here. Uh, the Joseph Connors match wasn't that great, although A Kid really uh, oh wow really you threw some me, stuff together. You just gave me a thought. Actually. Oh, what was the thought? <laughs> it just Jesse Gabber in AEW, Jesse Gabber versus Chris Statlander. No, I'd rather see her against Awesome Kong. Oh, ooh, huh? <laughs> awesome Kong. I'm still. I'm. Still, you just get awesome Kong. You just saw she's so awesome to you in your heart that you can't. Anyways, uh, <laughs> well, I have not had a mistake in for a while. It took me a while to get one of those. Thank you. I thought I was losing my touch. I know I'm sick and all, but eh. um, all in all, the show was okay. The main yep. event really was nice. Yep. Uh, first match not so great. So just because of that, I'm going to give it a B. Just because uh, only half a program. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I, I was actually uh, thinking uh, B as well while I was watching this because there was like a lot of good, <coughs> except for the one match. Uh, there was a lot of good on the show. All right. Now let's look. Uh, <clears throat> let's move over to uh, MLW Fusion. Uh. <laughs> you can tell by the sounds of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> definite low lights here. Oh my goodness. Where should we start today? <laughs> I already I can already tell you my little light. Yes. Being King most promo. What have you done in MLW to to demand the title shot against Jacob Five Two? I don't know, but I gotta admit I laughed when he said quit using that behind <laughs> your stretch marks. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, But yeah, yeah. But still, like what, what have you done? You just got here and you already are demanding a title shot against Jacob Five Two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see King Mo as anything that great. So I think he has spoken. Uh, I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he actually turns and joins Tom Lawler's stable. Could possible. Could be possible. I mean, MMA, right? Now, one of my lowlights here of this uh, thing, uh, Savio Vega versus uh, Gino Medina. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, and- I have to say from last week, What's I that? don't care. I don't care. I don't want to. I want to know about Gino Medina. Yes. I, I. I just don't. I don't. I don't care. He's. Yeah, he really doesn't have much presence. Uh, but the thing I don't like too is so, poor old Savio Vega. I mean, this old schlub with a uh, with his stick. It looks so ridiculous when he fights <laughs> with that stick because it's like, you know, when you're doing that sort of flinging around thing, he's like barely tapping you. Yep. <laughs> Now, now, so, you know, now, now you see, this is what I'm talking about. You you bring the garbage cans, the camera yeah. sticks. That stuff, okay. It's when you bring out the thumbtacks, they begun. That's where it gets too much. Yeah, and here's the thing, too, is unfortunately a lot of these kind of matches, let's face it, there's a reason why Savio Vega is doing these kind of matches because he just doesn't have it in him to <clears throat> wrestle on a consistent level right now. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to walk around and hit somebody with a stick. And take a few chair shots right. than it is to actually run the ropes or you know whatever. Uh, I Gino Medina, I, I really hope that something happens that to, to turn this guy around because I think he has potential. Can I see yeah, uh, life oh, ethics so stupid. Yeah, it is, but let's face it, it it, it brought those guys to the forefront. It but did, did you, set did out did to you do? catch uh, the the one error? What was the error? No. Uh, holiday called Chino Medina Gina. He called him Gina. I don't think I noticed that. Wow. 
I have to go rewind it. I'm like, he did not just do that, did he? And, and they just let it go. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm, you know what? Myron Reed is starting to to get a little bit on. I'm starting to like him a little bit. Oh. Um, but this week's match, L. Lindeman. L. Lindeman. This guy's like five foot three. He's this tiny little man that makes Cotto Brazil look big. <laughs> um, I don't know. Still uh, not see. Still not uh, seen him with Myron Reed, and uh, not a fan of L. Lindeman. Okay. I have yeah. I have that as my little light. It was definitely not that great of a match. Now the the main event, oh man, you know what? When I saw it was Davy Boy Smith Jr. in the finals for this cup, I was like, cool. Yep. But Brian Pillman Jr. <clears throat> is not on his level, and I don't think he's quite ready for to be on top levels at all yet. This match was painful. It was like Davy Boy was like holding his hand through the whole match, you know. There was not one moment where I honestly believed that Brian Pillman Jr. had a chance to win this at all. Remember, uh, we 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 we've always been saying the H two promos are terrible. Like the promos yeah. they had before the this match were actually not bad. Yeah, I mean that's a great promos for this. Um, I really think this would have been so much better had Pillman lost to Timothy Thatcher and it had been Thatcher and Smith in the finals. That would have been a, another great rematch between the two. Uh, as it was. The whole drama of the Hart Foundation fighting each other really didn't mean anything. And uh, eh, it made most of the show come off as middle of the road. I'm going to give it a C this week. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a C as well. Uh, actually, I was looking at some of the comments on YouTube when I was uh-huh. watching this. And some people actually said, this was this should be a, a match of the year candidate. I'm like, What? The Pillman and, and Smith. Yeah, Pillman oh and, uh, my God. Like, what no. is with you people? No. I'm going to say no. matches in this for matches. Yeah. Let's go now into to AEW. Oh, wait. I gave it a, a B. What, or, sorry. Uh, yeah, I gave it a C. C. I mean, I okay. had that match as my highlight only because I put the other stuff as a low light. Yeah, they, there wasn't anything else. It was the worst of all the evils. Okay. Um, Let's take a look now. We go to AEW Dynamite this week, and uh, it's on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I dug how it looked. Yep. I thought it was kind of cool. Yep. Okay. Um, so was there. <laughs> yeah, just, just so we could be at the bar. Screw this wrestling crap. No, I... <laughs> Free drinks over there. Um, opening match. SCU losing their belts to Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Um, okay match, but... Yep. I'm really getting tired of, will Adam Page turn this week? I mean, obviously he's going to turn. When will it happen? And then they won the belts. Uh, I thought it was a bit of disservice to SCU. I think they need the belts more. And uh, they're just coming together as this great team. But... uh, See, it doesn't make sense. Why would they give... Why would they give uh, Page and Omega the belts and then... uh, continuously tease this turn. I hope that maybe it's just a quick aberration and that SCU takes the belts back quickly. <laughs> we'll see. Um, then we moved on to, uh, let's see, to do, oh, okay. Priscilla Kelly, who looks like a stripper. She literally <laughs> looks like they hired a stripper to wrestle. Um, 
against Britt Baker, who's now evil. And you know how she's evil because she changed her hairstyle and it's slightly crimped. Oh, this God. Was bad. This was bad. And the promo, that promo at the end was terrible. Oh, and I love how the promo just cut off and they went to a commercial and they left her hanging. I mean, this is her finally becoming a bad guy. She's like laying out how much of a dick she's being and they just cut it off. And then nobody said anything about it later. It's almost like it didn't happen. I swear this picture and picture crap. And th- you know this is what I hate is they do it in the middle of a match. That just like takes me out of the match because why are you gonna go picture and picture? Go to a commercial and then uh come back show us when you yeah. come back from commercial so show us what happened during the break. That's just some bad um production things. Yeah. And I mean um and besides here's another thing. This was taped this week. Yes. I mean, they could have paced out these commercials and things a lot better than this. Um, okay. Next, Lucha Express versus the Inner Circle. Jurassic Express? Huh? Jurassic Express? You call them Lucha Express. Wow, sorry. <laughs> my head is the Jurassic Express. Um, okay, my thoughts on this. Uh, Jungle Boy looked good. This is probably the best I've seen him wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Dinosaur Dude. Uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. He was actually pretty dominant in there. He looked great. Marco Stunt. Well, he's Marco Stunt. Um, but boy, I, th- I, th- st- I think they could have actually won if uh, Luch- had it not been for Luchasaurus uh, leaving the ring to go after Jake Hager. True, true, true. But I mean, even though Inner Circle won, they didn't look very good in this match. I'm. I don't know. I'm just. He's starting to get tired of Ortiz and his, like, overselling stuff. Oh, and what is with this thing when he rakes your back and does the tiger thing? And, <laughs> oh, my God. He's like a cartoon. Like a really badly drawn cartoon. And I, You know what? We're going to give him one more week. If yeah. he continues this garbage, we're going to put him in the book. Oh, he's going to end up in the book, man. He's, he's good. That, that, the whole claw thing and then doing it to the, you know, like, having it to the crowd. Not cool. I don't know what you're thinking, but it, it doesn't work for me. Um, we had a, an angle with uh, MJF coming out, uh, uh, running down Cody. Cody can't touch him, so he says all no. kinds of things, does dicky things. And then, of course, it was a kind of a fun uppance for him is, you know, Cody points out, yeah, I can't touch you, but they can. And out comes uh, Young Bucks. Uh, the Young Bucks, who super kick him in the face, throw him in a swing pool, a la... The old batch at the beach. Who ended up back in that one? Do you remember that? Was, they threw oh, somebody. Oh, I don't even yeah. know. Who was it Hogan? No, Hogan threw somebody in the ring. Like, there was somebody in a pool back in the day. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was something. <laughs> it was something. Oh, you know, I I, I actually um, totally uh, skipped uh, our our good friend Joey Janela. Who, uh, well, actually, oh, yeah, what MGF uh, said to Cody. He which, was about to leave the ring. He's like. I'll give you. I'll give you the roller coaster. Yeah, he called him a roller. Coaster. <laughs> um, now I know I I skipped uh, Joey Janela against MJF, but let's face it, it's Joey Janela, so let's just skip it. It's um, it wasn't. It's Joe. Whatever is there? There's never a good Joey Janela match. No. Uh, and then the main event. Um, the main event kind of ticked me off this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. This should have been an awesome match. I mean, come on. You've got Pac. You've got John Moxley. But it was all 
storyline playing. You know, they have um, Moxley can't be himself because he's got this, you know, because Jericho like spiked him in the eye and he's wearing this thing and he he's all injured and crap. So we're robbed of what should have been a really good match for just uh, a ridiculous story. And, and, again, the, and, and again, during commercial, the match was going on. We couldn't even see anything. They went, they went like all the way up the stairs, like in the in the deck. Yeah, we couldn't even see anything. And why would you put the the commercial at that part? I mean, that should be an exciting thing to see, right? But I don't know. Uh, as it is, um, I'm going to have to give this a B minus. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, there was a lot of problematic things in here, and for once, usually they have their crappiness, and then the main event makes up for it. Not so much this week. Did not yes. like the main event. I uh, thought it was a waste of a good matchup, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do the same because ugh, started out good and just the main event. All right. Well, I, I know in my head I've been ca- tracking us here. I know that coming in for two points this week will be uh, WWE NXT UK definitely nope. got the two points. AEW came in in second place with one point. It's one point. And at the bottom of the rung, uh, MLW, MLW Fusion. MLW with zero. Yikes. So we have NXT in the lead with three, AEW with two, and MLW with one. Let's hope they can get more because MLW <laughs> has it in it to be better. Now, wrestling fans, um, check out all these matches, man. Check out these these shows. I mean, uh, we're only taking our tastes. I mean, for all we know, you might watch AEW and get something totally different out of it. You might think MLW is your thing. You might think NXT UK is your thing. But you know what? There's some good wrestling in each of these programs. Yeah. They haven't come to the impact point where I don't want to watch them at all. Although sometimes oh, AEW is very impact wrestling. Oh, impact wrestling. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I um, when I saw when I saw that one post on Facebook, guy actually commented. I'm like, well, all you fans wanted the attitude area. Enjoy. It's, it's kind of a sad thing how the best, the only good, like the best and the only enjoyable episode they had last year was the one where they were doing the fantasy back in the eighties. I know that was the only good one. Yeah, and so what does that tell you when you can't even do your own <laughs> show and you, the best show is when you're being someone else? Oh, that means you really got to work on some stuff. Yeah. Well, fans, you know what? Uh, we had a tremendous time. Uh, it was fun talking wrestling with you all. Uh, by all means, drop us a line. Tell us what you think. Uh, tell us uh, if we're missing something. If there's shows that you think we should be talking about, is there matches we should look at? Maybe there's a wrestler you think <laughs> we should look at. Uh, by all means, talk to us. Drop us a line. We want to thank everybody who's tuned in from all around the world. Uh, we could, I could rattle off the countries and stuff like that, but you guys all know who you are. You know, we thank you. We love all you guys from from uh, from our great da- American friends down south to our our crazy Russian fans out in the, the other side of the world. Uh, you guys, uh, you make it fun for us, and uh, you make it even more fun than it is. And uh, we just want to hear from more of you. So come on, tell, and you know what? Hey. I hear there's wrestling scenes all across the world that we don't even get to see. I hear there's a giant uh, uh, explosion of wrestling in Chile. I hear that there's a Russian Russia has its own leagues. We don't get to hear this stuff. So, folks, if there's some kind of wrestling that we've never heard about, and you're pretty sure we've never heard about it, drop us a line. Tell us about it. Send us a link. We're not going to know until we see it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So Elio, sorry, I'm not in my usual exuberant self today. I have been battling a cold yet again. This is like the fourth cold I've had in like what, 10 weeks. Every time I get better, I go a week and then I get cold again. So yes, folks, I am dying. If you want to start a GoFundMe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 for a second there, I thought I could make some money. Anyhow, um, I want to thank you all for tuning in this week. Elio, yes, always, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, you have it's yourself fun. a good week. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, why don't you say goodnight to the good people? All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the legend, TJ Logan, I am the gentleman, Elio Canella, saying we will talk to you all next week.